0: Sports Squad with Io and Chanel. Hello and welcome to Sports Squad here on Fun Kids. I'm Io and with me is Chanel. Now Chanel, I tell you what, the German league is finally back. Bit of football we've got on us, and also there's a few European leagues who have got players training at the moment. Little birdie tells me that you've got your own football boots on, haven't you? Yeah,
1: I've got some football boots with my four-a-side football team from my household. So when the time's right, you can join us to make our sports squad five-a-side team. We need a defender.
0: You need a defender. I'm more of a centre-forward. I might have to sit this one out. All right, now, also on the show, we have got the sports squad challenge and news from the world of sports as well. Sports (laughs) squad with Io and Chanel. Right, let me introduce you to our guests because they said man will never land on the moon. They also said that Leicester would never win the Premier League. But both these things have actually happened. And our big guest today isn't a NASA astronaut, but he's a top class football player. He's an international football player and he's a Premier League winner with Leicester City. It's Christian Fuchs. Christian, welcome to the programme. Hello, how are you? Yeah, very, very good. I tell you what, though, at this moment in time, I'm thinking about so many footballers uh, across the world, across the nation, not able to kick a ball at the moment or competitively kick a ball. How are you bearing up? Well, it's
2: crippling, right? It's, it's horrible. It's it's definitely something that, uh, well, you kind of get used to, you have to get used to, but I also of wait to get out there again and
0: kick a ball, like you said, so nicely. I was, I was looking at Paul Pogba's Instagram, and I think he's had to build himself a little football pitch inside his house. Have you, have you got to those kind of lengths, or are you just happy to play in the back garden?
2: I have a nice backyard, two goals, so I'm all good here. <laughs>
0: Nice one. Well, let, let's cast our minds back to 2016. 2016. It seems so long ago. I Almost mean, feels like it was yesterday that you guys won the league. What are your memories? What do you remember about that time? A lot of good memories,
2: as you can imagine.
0: I mean, you
2: you had a nice intro, right? Comparing it with landing on the moon, but uh, they also didn't find Elvis yet, which is also the odds five thousand to one. So <laughs> I, I I'm only waiting for a news for him to be found. Um, All right. <laughs> it it has been outstanding. Uh, what I remember the very most is putting pouring some champagne over Ranieri's head. I think that that was the funniest moment of them all. But, you know, when you lift the trophy after that season, oh my God, that that was unbelievable. Unbelievable feeling.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Now, I guess the story of Leicester is really fascinating because not many people would have thought you guys would have won the league that season. But it's a real example of how really anything can happen just by aiming high and trying to achieve great things.
2: I think the big secret of that season was that we simply enjoyed playing, being together, uh, having this great group of people, great camaraderie, and that's the key to everything. When you enjoy what you're doing, when you go to your work, when you go to school and you enjoy being there, you do it with so much more pleasure and the end result will be much better than you expect.
0: Mm, And I guess because um, football is a team game, you really have to trust all those players around you, don't you? You really have to trust all your friends on the pitch.
2: Yeah, there's nothing better than a great camaraderie, again. When you have a good time together, when you have fun together, but then also when when you have to work hard, you know that everybody is in the same boat and everybody will work hard for each other. This was the biggest secret to them all. And besides
0: that, I mean, we had a great time. I can imagine uh, that you guys, before the league suspended for a bit, you were third in the league under Brendan Rodgers. A a fantastic season. Do you want the league to come back? Are you quite happy chilling with your family right now with your slippers on? Well,
2: at the moment, nobody really knows what's going to happen, how the situation develops. And Monday, we we supposedly start the pre-season. Pre-season in the middle of the season (laughs) sounds weird now. But listen... Whatever happens, happens. And I think it's very important to listen to the government, uh, follow the guidelines and protect yourself as well as all the people next to you.
0: Just a little one, though. If the season is abandoned, Christian, would you take the standings as they are? I know you guys are already third in the league. Would you want to push for second or are you happy to finish third? Of
2: course. I mean, honestly, what, what this situation taught me the very most is that health of of everybody, of myself, of my family, is far greater, is a far greater good than any sports competition could ever be. I think Um, it will be very important to see how the German Bundesliga, which continues, how things develop there, if there will be new cases. But at the moment, listen, uh, I can only follow the guidelines, follow the decisions of the Premier League, and then we will see how we move on. But at the moment... I mean, it felt good to be with your family. Honestly, it was it was a nice treat within this difficult time. Um, but we are not the decision makers and we trust that whoever makes the decision will make the right decision.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't realise probably it's one of the downsides of maybe being a footballer is that you're away from your family a lot, you're travelling a lot. And obviously, the more successful your team is, the more travelling you're going to do across Europe, the more competitions you're going to be in. And uh, a lot of people probably don't realise how much that probably affects you as a, as a player. It certainly does. I mean, I don't want to say I'm, I'm
2: lucky when it comes to that because I'm usually most of the time alone here anyway uh, with my family living abroad. But still, I love my sport. I love playing football. Um, I chose to not go to the US for a couple of, it's nine years now, uh, to be with my family because I also love being here, you know? Yeah. And this is simply a sacrifice that, that I take. i I'm very certain that a lot of players take other sacrifices and it it always looks good on the outside, right? Oh yeah, they're traveling here, they're traveling there, they have a lot of fans, a lot of followers on social media, like that's important. But uh, the truth is, we're just humans like everybody else and uh, we are not, uh, well, we have the same judgment like everybody. So yeah, yeah, it's a sacrifice, big sacrifice.
0: Yeah, Chanel, do you want to come in here?
1: you have a dream job you're paid to play football so what in your opinion is the best part of your job
2: what really excites me is is playing in front of a big crowd in my first years of being a professional i mean that's 17 years ago now i was very nervous when you play in front of a couple of thousand people right it's now at the time where you know it it becomes normal uh you get used to it very much but nevertheless when you can then celebrate with the crowd at the end of a game or when you come into the stadium and you see how all the people are cheering for you, even, even if I'm not playing, you know, even if I'm in the stands watching my team playing, give their best, I, I, I turn into a supporter yeah. and a, a really true supporter of Leicester City. And, and this is something that feeling of being in the stadium, full crowds and, and cheering for my own, own players, for my own teammates is, is very good.
1: I've just started playing football and it's one of the sports I need to practice and play in a team for my PGCSE and any advice you have on how I can improve? It's funny that you mentioned it because
2: with my academies that I have this question comes up a lot of times and uh, it's a very fair question because you want to get better and better and to me the the secret to that is first of all you got to enjoy you got to enjoy playing you got to enjoy so and, and the outcome might be better than you think. But then it's also finding the enjoyment in working hard, doing things, repeat things. When I was a child, and that's a true story, I don't know how many windows I smashed. I don't know how many times I had to clean the wall from my grandparents' house. I don't know how many trees I broke. I don't know how many flowers I broke. Because I I was just in the backyard, nonstop, hitting 200 passes, 200 shots, and eventually, you know, you get better and better, and you get better with your technique, but also physically. And it's all about repetition. And I, I think, by the time you you start playing for a team, if you, or, or during the time you play for a team, if you don't hit the ball four million times or whatever, I think that's a good target you can set yourself.
1: Thank you. That's very reassuring. I've definitely broke a few lamps in my mum's garden. <laughs> very
2: good. I'm very proud of you. I'm very, very proud of you. Of you.
1: Um, also, another concern I have is when I go back to school, um, I'm actually a bit apprehensive about playing football and other sports again because I haven't trained for so long. What's your advice on that?
2: What are you afraid of?
1: I just feel like I won't be good.
2: <laughs> well, why do you care? Who's charging if you're good or not?
1: Uh, no one really, probably my own head.
2: <laughs> uh huh. So how can you convince yourself that you're good?
1: keep practicing more and then see the progress.
2: But how can you get better if you don't play?
1: Uh, I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> uh, you see, so you answered yourself. So just go, who cares? Listen, I, I, I didn't play now for nine weeks, right? I cannot wait if it ever comes, right? Okay. But I cannot wait to go out there and be with my teammates again and, and tackle somebody and play. And it will not be perfect, of course not. But I didn't have the ball between my feet for nine weeks. But I will adjust very quickly. And that's the same with you. I mean, if you're passionate about, about, about football and you told me you smashed a couple of lamps, right? <laughs> so you know how to kick the ball, right? You know how to control the ball. I wouldn't worry about that. Just go out and enjoy. It's all about enjoyment. You know,
0: I hear that now and I just really worry about the first player that you tackle. Your timing's going to be so off. <laughs> all at its time, okay? <laughs> Let's move away from football You've also got an esports team as well. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Uh, my son followed one of those, it was a YouTuber.
2: And uh, eventually I, I looked over his shoulder and I tried to see what exactly this guy is doing. And I figured out that he's publicizing or also having live streams of him playing video games. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But funny enough, a week or two weeks later, I met a person that is in the esports industry for, for several years already. And the way I, I am is, or the way I think is, listen, sounds good. I'm interested. Let's try it. Let's see how it goes. And um, yeah, then fairly quickly, we had the biggest FIFA esports team in, in the world, wow. which is great. Uh, it's called No Foods Given Esports.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. I see what you've done there. <laughs>
2: I would have never thought that myself. I would watch eight-hour FIFA live stream on Twitch. Uh, I would have never thought that, but because my players were there, I was obviously interested. I want to see who's going to be the next opponent. It's something that keeps you busy
0: when you're locked in at home. Okay, Christian. Now stay with us because I definitely know you have got a challenge for our listeners in the second part of the show. Sport Squad Challenge. Challenge. So this is the part of the show where our guest gets to challenge you with a little challenge of his own or her own. In this case, it's you, Christian. What have you got for the listeners? You did not brief me, but (laughs) I'm
2: prepared. Look at that.
0: I like this. Why have you got a pen in your hand? You only need
2: a pen. That's all you need. Hold on. Let me make it a little bit.
0: Yeah, go on then. Let's see this. Let me warm up a little bit. What are you going to do with a pen? This feels like the biggest warm-up for... (laughs)
2: And this is for your speed, reaction, and just fun.
0: Christian Fuchs has a pen balanced on his elbow, which is facing up towards the ceiling, and his arm is bent backwards. How did you do that first time? (laughs) I'm practising every single day, (laughs) right? You know what that is, Christian? Premier League winning catching, that like is. You're wasted, going goal. (laughs) tell you what go onto the website to see exactly how we did that because you didn't really explain it you just sort of did it but it's fine go onto the website to see christian fuchs's challenge you will absolutely love it it's a good one but it's an old one christian thanks so much for joining us uh, that was really amazing and really interesting and uh, hope self-isolation is treating you well guys stay safe and uh, yeah thanks for having me the world of sports squad You know, I think Christian Fuchs is one of the most chilled footballers I've ever interviewed. He's just got so much to say and uh, such an interesting guy. I'm really interested in his esports team. Such a legend. Right, Chanel, this is your bit now from the world of sport. You've been Googling, you've been searching the internet. What have you come up with?
1: Ayo, before I start, just one quick question. I know you've been a steward at a football match, but have you ever been a mascot?
0: Uh no, and I'll, I'll give you a very valid reason why I haven't because I don't really like sweating and I don't like enclosed spaces and that's what it is. Like, I feel like every mascot will be sweating a lot and also I don't really like being in an enclosed space like that. I like to see where I'm going.
1: Well, if you are a club mascot now in Germany, you can no longer do your job. New coronavirus safety rules mean that for the restart of the Bundesliga, the top German league, mascots are banned. So it's Auf end to Cologne's famous mascot, Hennes, who will miss his first match in 12 years. I should tell you, Hennes is a goat.
0: You're kidding me.
1: No, he's a goat. Cologne have used a goat as their mascot for the past 70 years. They're named Hennes after the legendary coach Hennes Weisswieler. Cologne's nickname is the Billy Goats. Check him out on YouTube. He's hilarious.
0: So, have you interviewed Hennes then for Sports Squad? Is this some sort of exclusive you're not telling me about? Bah. hold on that's not a goat sound that definitely sounds more like a sheep (laughs) you know what i need to check henez out it sounds like an absolute legend right that's all we have time for on today's show it's goodbye from chanel bye and it's goodbye from me
1: sports squad is brought to you with the support of the audio content fund thanks for listening to the podcast
0: if you enjoyed the program please review us and rate us as well catch you soon